0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Week one is officially here. It's been so long. I am so excited that the NFL is back. We will have a crazy opening game with the Chiefs and the Lions, hopefully. Uh, for this episode, um, actually, I'll address something first. If you're watching on video, if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see new background. I got some sports pictures up here. Look, there's, well, there's me with Barry Sanders. There's my favorite player ever, Bo Jackson. The Miami Miracle. You can see Gronk lying on the ground right here. Um... Yeah, so moved into my new apartment with my girlfriend. Still trying to figure out the lighting, but I think I will be recording on this lovely blue velvet couch here. Um, Very excited to move in. Uh, It is really fucking hot, though. This heat wave right now, what the fuck? Uh, It's like 42 degrees right now with the Humidex. Uh, Absolutely insane. We'll move on, though, because it is week one of the NFL. We are all excited. When you're listening to this, hopefully you're all listening to it on a Wednesday morning. Uh, We are one day away from kickoff. I'm just so excited. Uh, This week's episode, Spills joins me as he did last year to kick off the season. We go over every week one matchup while giving out our picks for the Pick'em Contest. Uh, And as always, loser of the Pick'em Contest donates $20 to the Door Youth Center here in Ottawa. Um, and yeah, we'll start off with the NFL weekly update as we always do. Um, and we'll start off with some news from that Lions Chiefs game. Uh, future Hall of Famer Travis Kelsey is in doubt for the Thursday night football opener, he has hyper, hyper extended his knee in practice. Um, He's going to play. I feel like this is going to be a thing like Pat Mahomes with his sprained ankle where he'll limp around and then he'll just do all the regular Pat Mahomes stuff. I'm sure Travis Kelsey will do the same. we will catch a ball, catch a couple balls. More than a couple balls, let's be real. Maybe a couple touchdowns if we're being honest. Uh, he's going to play though. I'm sure that he'll be fine. They'll get him out there ready uh, for that game. But that is the news that will start off the show with. Uh, moving on, Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, and Justin Jefferson apparently have record-setting deals on the table. Uh, not really that big for the Vikings, because Justin Jefferson was going to play this season, uh, anyways. Uh, Chris Jones and Nick Bosa have both been holding out. Chris Jones looks like he will hold out into the season. I'm unsure about Nick Bosa. Uh, Spills and I talked about it a little bit, but... If he holds out into the season, that is very bad news for this Niners team. He is one of the best defensive players in the league. And that, he's truly, he transforms that defense. He is the reason why that defense is so elite and has been so elite over the years. But all these guys deserve record-setting deals at their position, obviously. Uh, it's just a matter of time more than anything. I think break, I think contract talks with the Chiefs have been a little iffy. Uh For Chris Jones, but I'm sure that they'll get the deal done Because again, that Chiefs defense without Chris Jones uh, Not good I mean, George Karlaftis would have to have an absolutely incredible start to the season To really overcome that Chris Jones uh, deficit Uh, We got a couple extensions here uh, A couple record-breaking extensions too uh, Starting off with Vikings tight end TJ Hawkinson Signed a four-year, $68.5 million deal. $42.5 guaranteed, which is the most a tight end has ever got. Um, An average of 17.125 per season, which puts him at the top of the tight end market. Um, Very, very good deal for TJ Hawkinson. I still think people sleep on him a little bit. He is absolutely a top five tight end in football. I think it's obviously, clearly Travis Kelsey, number one in a tier of his own and then I think people would put like Mark Andrews and George Kittle and then it would be like TJ Hawkinson I think TJ Hawkinson will definitely put himself into the Mark Andrews and George Kittle conversation I honestly think he's already in that conversation with them I do think he is that good uh and yeah as soon as uh, as soon as that contract got signed his ear infection uh just magically cleared up so good for good for the Vikings for getting that deal done. I think Hawkinson will have a monster season uh, for the Vikings. Looking forward to seeing him play on Sunday. I can say that now. Uh, Dallas Cowboys right tackle Terrence Steele signed a five-year, $86.8 million extension, up to $91.8 million, 50 mil guaranteed. This is a very, very, very good uh, Cowboys offensive line still. Uh, I think Terrence Steele was an RFA and was left without a deal for much of the offseason. They got that deal done. Uh, I guess that's where Zeke's money went. Finally, somewhere of use, I guess. Uh, Terrence Steele, very good young right tackle in football. Uh, Should help anchor that... uh, Cowboys offensive line for uh, a while uh last one more record-breaking extension here Alec Ingold signed a three-year 17.2 million dollar extension uh making him the highest paid fullback in NFL history definitely deserved um if you don't know the name Alec Ingold, I think you will this season. He is definitely the second best fullback in football. People are like, "Oh, if he just broke the record for like best like or highest paid fullback, why isn't he the best?" Kyle Juszczyk does still exist. Alec Ingold does fill does play a similar type of role. Didn't really see it much for Miami last year. I think that he will be more involved this year. I fucking love him pancake blocks he runs he makes one-handed catches he hurdles guys he does it all he's just a fun player one of my favorites on the dolphins right now uh moving on uh long time vikings tight end kyle rudolph is retiring after 12 years in the nfl i believe uh after the vikings went on to the giants and then the buccaneers uh he's officially calling it a career uh if you listen to the offseason, Kyle Rudolph made my Hall Very Good for tight ends. Just, again, very, very good player. Uh, Saints killer. Had that uh, game-winning touchdown catch against the Saints in the playoffs. Uh, heartbreaker for the Saints. I mean, the Saints have had a lot of heartbreaking games in recent playoffs. Uh, I guess not even that recent anymore because it would have been when Drew Brees was there. and That was a while ago. We're all getting old. I don't like this. We're all getting old. Things that are happening are happening too fast now, but uh, we'll keep moving on. Hopefully Kyle Rudolph has. I think he's doing some media work. Uh, interested to see how he does there, but uh, I'm excited for him. Uh, Albert Breer reported that Juju Smith-Schuster's knee could explode at any moment. Um, I absolutely hate a, a, a report like this. I don't think it makes any sense, especially because Juju has been practicing all offseason without any issues. I don't know where this news is coming from. And, like, really, you can say, oh, any NFL player is, like, one hit away from their knee exploding or literally any type of injury. I think it's lazy reporting. I don't like it. Um, I don't know why there's a need to bring it up either. Like, especially because he's been practicing. He hasn't been... Hurt in training camp. Um, yeah. Bad on Albert Breer. I think that's just kind of a hit piece on Juju more than anything. Uh, look at look at me coming to the Patriots, uh, the Pats defense here. Um, but yeah, just dumb report. I'm sure Juju will be fine. Um, he is playing for the Pats, so he won't be that fine. But hopefully no injuries for him this coming season. Uh Houston Texans rookie receiver Tank Dell is trying to copy Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, He came out that he does the same thing as Amon Ra, where Amon Ra goes over and he's like, these are the 16 guys that were drafted ahead of me. He knows all of them off the top of his head by heart. 16 guys, though, were were picked ahead of Amon Ra. 16. Uh, Tank Dell has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, I'm going to redo that because I think I messed up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He has eight guys. Eight guys that he needs to memorize. Not as impressive. Uh, those guys ahead of him, though, are Seahawks taking Jackson Smith and Jigba. The Chargers taking Quinton Johnson. Ravens taking Zay Flowers. Vikings taking Jordan Addison. Panthers taking Jonathan Mingo. Packers taking Jaden Reed. Chiefs taking Rishi Rice. And the Broncos taking Marvin Mims. Um, Yeah. I like Tank Dell. I think that he will have a very productive rookie season. Um, Obviously, he won't live up to the JSNs and the Quentin Johnsons and the Zay Flowers and the Jordan Addisons. I believe, I mean, who knows? A lot can happen. But I think it's kind of petty for him to be like, oh, all these guys were picked ahead of me. And he was still a high-end pick where a guy like Amon ra Brown was... Actually passed over multiple times. He Tank Dell went where he was supposed to go in the draft. I don't think that's a real shot. Um, last note for the weekly update: uh, Chandler Jones uh, on his Instagram story this morning sent out some fairly weird stories. So essentially, the he couldn't go into the Raiders facility to train at their uh, at their gym. He couldn't work out. Had to go to, like, a local gym to work out there. Which is, I mean, complete bullshit. If you're an NFL player, you should have access to your team's facilities at all times. 24 hours a day, if we're really being honest. Like, I mean, if a 24-hour fitness can do it, why can't the Las Vegas Raiders? Uh, But in those stories, though, he's like, I don't want to play for the Raiders. Uh Took some shots at the management, blah, blah, blah. All of those stories have since been deleted. Uh, Weird morning, though, for Chandler Jones. I wouldn't be shocked if he got moved if Tyree Wilson really steps it up early in the season. I did put a future on Tyree Wilson to win Rookie of the Year because I think other than Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson does have the best chance to win that award. I know I didn't mention him in my sleepers or my dark horse when I went over my awards uh, last week, but... I do like Tyree Wilson a lot. I think he will take that job from Chandler Jones. Uh, Honestly, might be smart for the Raiders to move on from Chandler Jones because I think he's getting paid a lot of money and he's not really worth it at uh, this point in his career. Uh, Sad to say, is a future Hall of Famer though, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, that'll do it for the NFL Weekly Update. Let's get into, actually before that, I'm going to call out spills before I get into these week one matchups. Man talks so much shit about the Dolphins and the Chargers matchup this coming week, saying he's going to go 38 17, blah, blah, blah. That's his official prediction. <clears throat> as soon as the cameras turned off, as soon as I stopped recording and we were just having pleasantries at the end, you know, like saying bye, blah, 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 uh, he immediately went back, didn't, uh, he didn't believe anything he said, basically. So whatever Spill says during that segment, uh, just know that he doesn't believe it. The man is a liar, uh, yeah, I can't wait to smack an egg on his forehead next Sunday. But yeah, let's get into the uh week one matchups. Okay, with week one officially here means we get the week one pick'em spills. You joined me I think, think you were my guest for week one uh last season. Right?
1: Yeah, week one I was there last year,
0: yeah. Yeah. So we might make this a tradition now. Uh how excited are you? Football is officially back. Just vibes, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh, – I got a little too excited this weekend on college football and uh, kind of uh, took a hit to the bankroll. But it's okay because we got we got football on Thursday. Yeah, listen to Fernelli. That guy's a bum.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll, oh, I'll, I was literally I'll let him, know him Face-to-face, not, not the uh, alternate line, minus 20 and a half, but they lose outright in overtime. <laughs> It's funny too, because they started early and uh, I think they were up 17, nothing in the first five minutes and everyone was like going nuts and then they just didn't score again. So uh, that was tough, but uh, yeah, a couple of bad bounces here and there just can, yeah. And then I also had LSU last night. Thanks for Nelly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anything that he says for the rest of the year, I'm fading.
0: Well, hopefully uh, we have a little bit of a better week here with uh, the week one NFL slate. Uh, Mm Yeah. We're going to do it a little bit differently this year instead of just kind of giving the over, under, fave, dog, money line dog. We're going to talk about all the games, and if you have the pick, say the pick. Uh, We'll try not to pick the same things. I feel like we'll avoid it for the most part. We can pick from the same games, though. That's the big thing from uh, last year. But, yeah, I guess let's just get straight into it. Uh, So, Kicking off the season Thursday night football. Detroit Lions visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Total is set at 54.5. Chiefs are 6.5 favorites. Uh, I look at that line immediately, and I'm just like, that is a very high total. I think it's right, especially if Chris Jones is not going to be there week one for the Chiefs. It's looking like he is going to hold out. I think that's the last thing I saw on the timeline there, but...
1: Yeah, it could be up till week uh, – I think the latest that he can hold out is to week eight or nine, right until they're bye. Uh, I don't know if he'll go that long, but I, I expect probably at least the first couple of games.
0: Hey, I mean, if he doesn't want to make it to uh, – uh, if he doesn't want to get to Germany and travel with the team and then come back after their are bye, that's uh, definitely fine by me. Um, How do we see this matchup going, though? Obviously, Chiefs defending Super Bowl champions – they're at home. They're going to have the big celebration beforehand. Do we think that the Lions have any possibility to spoil here? So
1: I think Chris Jones being out obviously helps the Lions case. Um, look, the media, a lot of our friends, a lot, everyone is high on the Lions now. Everyone thinks it's their time. Uh, I want to just pump the brakes with the Lions a little bit. They really did. They were uh, – atrocious team last year until they went on a run at the end of the year and just basically ran the table more or less uh, in the second half of the year. Uh, is that lightning in a bottle? Hard to say. I do like the moves they made. And, again, I think they have a lot of continuity overall, which is good. That's what you want to have going into the new year. And um, mm-hmm. it's not like KC's going to go lights out on defense here. I think Lions will be able to score their fair share of points. I just don't think they're where they want to be defensively yet. So they'll have to be ready for a track meet uh, to keep up on this one.
0: Um, yeah, I'm. I think this could be a lower scoring game than we expect. Like, I look at that 54 and a half. And immediately, like that's a very high number for week 1. I think most week 1 games they the trend is they genuine or they generally go under. Uh, so I am definitely looking at I'm taking the under in this game at 54 and a half. I know that's kind of a buzzkill for especially the opening night of the NFL season, but it's it's a high total. It's a very high total. That would be a high total if it was week eight of the season. But having it week one and having those offenses click immediately, again, should happen. There is the continuity we've said. Obviously, little changes here and there on both offenses. But I think it's a high number. I'm going to take the under. In terms of overall like matchup, I don't know. Like I think that... I'm interested to see what the Chiefs roll out for the receiving core. Obviously, we know Travis Kelsey is going to be the number one target, but what's it going to look like outside of that? Like, is Tony going to get the second amount of touches? MVS is going to be on the field for most plays. Is Justin Ross actually going to play? Like, I don't know. Uh, I think the Lions is pretty straightforward. I don't have questions on the offense. I think their offense is going to be very good. The defense, those where all the moving pieces are. Uh, I'm expecting that defense to be better, but doesn't matter how good your t- defense is. It's tough to stop the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are going to win this game. So,
1: Yeah. So uh, even in the chat the other day, I already gave up my score prediction for this one. Not that it's going to have to do with the contest or anything, but I went with uh, 34-24 for KC. I think they'll get their fair share of points, and that would result in going over. Um, but you know what the trend is in your favor because last year, I think it was also a very high over under for Buffalo and the Rams and the Rams mm-hmm. just put up an absolute stinker. Well, actually Buffalo just kicked their ass, but uh, that <laughs> also, them, yeah. that also went under. So um, maybe that's the the good play here. I'm not going to touch any of the sides, um, but although I do think Kansas will cover, that's not going to be my favorite. And uh, I'm just really excited to see uh, what Jameer Gibbs can do right away. Hopefully they can get him, uh, in a lot of different situations mm-hmm. and can get them again. I think the chiefs have the players to help match up with the lions type of offense. They have a lot of uh, speed in the, at the linebacker position and we'll see what they can do to, to slow down the Lions. but uh, should be KC week one hard to go against them.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they said it on part of my take when the schedule got released where lions week one matchup, like, if they play a really close game to the Chiefs, like if they cover that spread, like it's a win in their books because you're the fucking Lions. You've been bottom of the barrel for so goddamn long. If you play a close game to the uh, defending Super Bowl champs, it's a W. You got the rest of the year to. But if you stay close with them week one, big ups for the Lions. Um, should we move on to the Sunday slate?
1: Yeah, let's keep it moving.
0: Okay. Uh, starting off with the 1 o'clock games, we have the Houston Texans visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Total set at 43 and a half. The line is Ravens minus 10. Um, it's, it's a big line. It's a big line for week one. It's a big line for an offense that uh, basically completely brand new, completely revamped. Uh, this is a Texans team that I kind of sneaky like. They're not going to be good. I don't think they'll get. Uh, I don't think they'll get bullied though. Uh, but in the end, this Ravens team is too goddamn good. They're Texans, too inexperienced on both ends of the ball. The Ravens should roll them. Uh, I'm just interested to see if this Ravens offense is going to click. I'm interested to see if the Texans defense is changed with D'Amico, Ryan's, with Will Anderson. Will Derek Stingley take that next step? Uh, lots of exciting things to look out for in this game, but it should be an easy Ravens win.
1: Um, so that's your opinion. Uh, easy Ravens (laughs) win. You know, honestly, I think there's a lot of moving pieces on Baltimore. Again, they're, they're more experienced. I don't like their defense this year and I think they're going to get exposed. I don't think this is the week they're going to get exposed because, uh, again, Houston is just also a very new team, new coach, new quarterback. Um, so I don't know if this is necessarily the spot. Um, I think their defense will be pretty stingy, and I I don't even think Baltimore will roll all over them. I think it could be a pretty ugly game that potentially maybe opens up in the second half. Um, I don't actually think the Ravens will cover this number. Uh, I'm not going to take Houston, though, as my dog pick. I don't think they'll cover, though. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game overall, just a really messy one in Baltimore i um, excited to see what Stroud can do and if he can get it going early, but it's hard to pick. Uh, it's, hard, it's hard to side with the rookie QBs in, in week one. So, uh, again, this is just a stay away game for me just because I'm not as high as uh, others are on Baltimore. Um, Stephen A. Smith came out th- today and uh, announced that his MVP pick is uh, Lamar Jackson. A lot of people have Lamar Jackson just at yep. his odds there. Um, I don't see it. Uh, I know we got his contract. I think it's going to be a lazy year for him. And uh, I, I don't I don't trust Odell, and I don't trust no. Rashad Bateman's health. Maybe they can Zay Flowers, utilize though. Zay Flowers, but just history tells you that you go to your receiver in Baltimore, you're not really doing much. Um, I don't know no. what the Todd Munkin offense is going to look like, but um, I, I, this game doesn't wow me whatsoever, and we'll see what happens, but I think it's just going to be a low-scoring, grimy win. Maybe the Ravens win by a touchdown, but not taking. I'm like, absolutely avoiding this for Survivor pick, though. If uh, anyone doing Survivor <laughs> pools, That's, I would not take Baltimore. Don't do it. Not that not that they're going to lose, but this is not the week to do yeah. it. Yeah,
0: no, that is that is extremely fair. Uh, the one thing from this Ravens team is that I really want to see is that Ravens defense once they traded for Roquan Smith at the end of the year. Uh, was absolutely deadly. I'm interested to see if that defense can keep up. I know that Marlon Humphrey will be out again. It's a rookie QB and Nico Collins, wide receiver one. I don't think the secondary really has to be that great regardless. I'm interested to see what the young edge rushers can do. And again, it's a game that Baltimore, it could be close in the end, but Baltimore should never feel the heat at any point in this game of it going away from them. It should be a win at home. Uh, We good to move on to the next game? Yep. Okay. Uh, Next game up, we got an NFC South battle. uh, Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Total is set at 39.5. Falcons are minus 3.5. This is truly a game where, again, you want to avoid the uh, Texans-Ravens game. This is a game where... I have no idea what either of these teams are going to look like. Obviously we all have our like preconceived notions. I pick the Falcons to win the division. I like the run game. It all looks like team on paper looks good. It's just Desmond Ritter. What the fuck are you going to get with him? I have no idea. The Panthers on the other side. Uh, The offense looks average on paper. Like they have no real superstars. They're hoping Bryce Young can be that superstar. And then the defense is the big thing where you can't really see in the preseason what that defensive unit is really going to look like. But I think the defensive unit has a chance to be spe- special. I know Brian Burns, is he also holding out right now?
1: Not practicing. So that, uh, that changes things. And you definitely want to have Brian Burns out there.
0: Cause like that's, that could really influence my pick. Uh, That 39 and a half, though, that's such a low total. But again, we're talking about unders are very good for week one because the offenses have the harder time adjusting to just everything in general. Defense, it's just there's ball, go to ball, tackle guy with ball. Again, it's a lot more complex than that, but that's really the basics of it. Uh, I think both of these offenses could be good. I think both of these defenses could be better. I'm not touching this game. though. This is a game that I'm hands off. I got to see what these teams look like a few weeks down the road to really gauge how they're going to be for the rest of the season.
1: So uh, I get that. Um, I just said it probably five minutes earlier that I should be avoiding rookie quarterbacks in week one. Um, <laughs> you did. You know what? Here I am, and I just, like, I just had a quick scroll while you were going through your stuff, looking at the rest of the games, and I don't like a lot of underdog spreads. To me, these teams are a coin flip. I don't really care who's at home. If I'm getting the hook at three and a half, I think that might just be enough. Even if the Falcons win a close one, I'll probably just take the points there. Yeah, And uh, I know I'm going to regret this because I took Panthers uh, as a dog last year in week one, and they also blew it. So, um, yeah, I have to run it back and see what happens. I'm going to take the Panthers here. Um, Again, a few new pieces. Um, I would feel – is is this uh, Frank Reich's first year or no? Or was he there In Carolina, year? yeah. In Carolina, yeah.
0: No, 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 no. Oh no! There was that blabbering idiot Matt Rule.
1: Yeah, but he got fired, and then who was the interim? Uh,
0: Wilkes. Uh with Steve Wilkes. Wilkes, Steve Wilkes, yeah. who's now okay. with the Niners DC. Yeah.
1: So rookie coach again, not a rookie coach because Frank Craig's rookie had coach, plenty yeah. of success. <laughs> I'm calling it, yeah, inaugural season, I should say, with the Panthers. Um, also,
0: success. Put that in air quotes. Who? <laughs> No, I was saying it's like, oh, Frank Reich. He's had success, but should probably put the success in air quotes too, because I mean, <laughs> it didn't end very well there.
1: <laughs> it didn't end well, but I don't know. I think that was just a change of voice needed in the locker room. I still think he's, he's a
0: solid coach. He's yeah.
1: Uh, I think he's got a pretty good offensive mind, at least, and uh, I think they'll yes. have. Um. They'll they'll have, they'll take some strides, but uh, again, both of these teams are just very mid. Um, I don't trust Arthur Smith. No. And, uh, yeah, the number looks about right. I got like 2017, maybe. I don't know for who, but I'm going to take the three and a half points there. So that'll be my, uh, underdog, uh, spread.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, we'll move it on. Go over to an AFC North divisional battle. The Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals open up against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Bengals minus two and a half. Uh, Total is set at 47 and a half. I think initially, with that line, it looks like a low line for the Bengals, who, you know, have been one of the better teams over the last few years. But this is a Browns team that, and I cannot stress enough, got much, much better than last year. They finished seven and 10. That defense looks way better on paper. Again, another game that I'm going to be avoiding. I think the Bengals still win this game no problem, but this, you should be able to watch out for the Browns. I think that the Browns, it all really hinges on that nasty man, the Predator, Deshaun Watson, but this could be a new look Browns. Uh, Browns at home too, which is big. Home dog potentially, but I'm not going to, again, I'm going to avoid this game. Don't like any of the numbers. Uh We'll leave it at that.
1: Um, I'm going to make my second pick here. Um, I'm going to take the under in this game. So again, you said it looks like a low total, uh, but again, I think I like both defenses. Joe Burrow hasn't practiced uh, in what five weeks at least. So I don't that's, know what kind of rust he's going show at the start of the year. I think back yeah. to uh, when the Bengals and the uh, Cowboys played in Week Two last year. Everyone expected that one to be lights out scoring. And I think that was a 20 to 17 game. So I can expect mm-hmm. something similar to that. Uh, I don't know how go, go, go the Bengals will be right off the bat. I um, just, maybe a little bit out of sync, some rust to shake off. And then for the Browns, um again, I do think they should take strides, but their offense never really wowed me at the end of last year. And again, it is a new year. Uh, Deshaun had a whole off season now. Um, I just don't. I think this is too many points. I I see this, yeah, being like a 24 20 kind of game, uh, maybe at the most. So I'm going to go with the under there. As for who's going to win, I wouldn't be shocked. Cleveland's had the number in Cleveland as of recent. So I wouldn't be shocked to see uh, Cincinnati drop this week. But again, there should be right there, top, uh, top three, four teams in the league when it's all said and done. So can they let one slide right away? Sure, and I don't think it will matter when it's all said and done. But no, uh, it wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think there's just a little bit of rust to shake off for uh, Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, I think I think the rust point is a very real thing that could happen. Uh, all I know is that if the Browns beat the Bengals week one, the group chat will be going absolutely nuts, and Tony will be—he'll uh, just leave the group chat. He just won't come back.
1: He'll probably until leave the week chat window. until oh, week like eight when they're like seven and two and be like, oh my god, I <laughs> a tool everyone. Uh yeah. and yeah, then Massey will be incredibly annoying for the next couple of weeks. But again, I think there's no no real impact and it's not gonna set the tone for either team.
0: No, agreed, agreed. Um, we'll move on. Uh San Francisco 49ers going cross country to visit the Pittsburgh Steelers. Niners, minus two and a half. Total set at 40 and a half.
1: I'm stealing the throne from you here, yeah. just before you take it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Your, you're taking Steelers, Steelers' money line dog?
1: Where are you going in? No,
0: no. You you know who I'm going to take as my money line dog, Spills. Come on.
1: Oh, well, I thought you were trying to win the contest here.
0: That That is the – that is leave the whole bankroll. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get okay, to okay, that. Okay,
1: okay, uh, okay. So if you're not going to take it. You're gonna, okay, you, money line now? Yeah, yeah, Steelers my line pick. Yeah, all right. I uh, you can yeah, no, down, but I, just, I just wanted to make sure that you didn't get that one for me. Uh, I was, yeah, I guess you were definitely going to take the uh, well. That other that's team that the thing. I
0: I won't get the money line, but I will happily get them plus two and a half. Yeah. Um, so I think we're both kind of thinking the same thing. I think that we both think that the Steelers have made significant strides this off season. Kenny Pickett has looked very good in preseason. It is preseason though. So we'll get away from that. Uh, uh, And yeah, the Niners, Brock Purdy has been injured a lot. Not a lot. of. We'll see what the rust is. Uh, And I guess Nick Bosa, another guy who is holding out currently no contract yet. Uh, Cam still is adamant that he will be there week one. He will make that trip to Pittsburgh. Um, I'm not so sure, and I also look at that uh, Niners' offensive line, and I look at that Steelers' defensive line.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Teams, I see a massive mismatch everywhere across the line. That should be. That is the big reason why I think the Steelers could win this game. That's why I'm happy to take them with the points. Uh, I don't know. I think this could be a big statement game for the Steelers. That's for damn sure.
1: Um, so just before I get into it, uh, anyone who doesn't have a future on the Steelers over eight and a half total wins is out to lunch. That is the most free money that Vegas is giving away. When is the is last that time the totals, totals at eight and a half games? Mike Tomlin Fine. doesn't not win nine games. It just doesn't happen.
0: I thought Probably. I was done with my futures. God damn
1: <laughs> that that one is such a, like a home run play for me. Um, I think George Pickens is going to show everyone this year that he can really be borderline. And I'm I'm not going to leave him out of borderline, but top 10 receiver in the NFL. I think he's that talented. I think he's that good. I think he has that connection with Kenny Pickett. Uh Kenny Pickett's done a lot of work in the offseason. He's going to take strides. And again, usually Pitt, Pitt's not hit uh they're not like hitter. They're going to hit on their play their players and they scout well. Uh, Pickett's going to be a good quarterback. I know I was trashing them a little earlier last year for taking Pickett. I didn't care what I saw from him, but just think of their, like, history. I don't know. I think they got another uh, guy to keep here. And uh, also, I would be advising everyone to take Steelers to win the AFC North. That's uh, my other side pick. Uh, I'm all over the Steelers this year. I'm going to be better than basically every week. Um, Brock Purdy. Again, preseason, I'm not going to say much. Uh, The Niners played their entire offense against the Chargers like a C team and looked like shit. Uh, They looked out of sorts. Like you said, the offensive line is giving up a lot of pressure. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, sorry, uh, Christopher McCaffrey didn't play in that game. But everyone else outside of McCaffrey played and I don't know, it just looks like he's making rush decisions um, and I don't know how the line's going to hold up. So Uh, the Steelers D line, like you said, it beats them in every position and, uh, regardless of who's playing this game or not, I think TJ Watts on a mission to go back and show everyone that he is the best defensive player in the NFL. And, uh, that's all. I mean, this sounds really bad and I'm going to get some backlash from, Oh my God, look at Tom sucking off the Pittsburgh Steelers here. They're they're his new favorite (laughs) team. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm high on the Steelers this year, but uh, T.J. Watt going to take over this game and uh, Pitts Pitts going to leave with a win at home.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we're both very high on the Steelers. I have them to make the playoffs. Uh, this, yeah, it's just it's going to be a big statement game from them. I think a lot of people just expect the Niners to win because they have a very good roster carryover from last year. It is what it is, but. This is a very different Steelers team than when we last saw them in Week 18, and I'm excited to see what they look like in Week 1. We'll keep going, and we'll talk about a team that I am not excited for them at all this season. It is the Arizona Cardinals going against the Commanders at home. First game for the Commanders without owner Dan Snyder. Commanders are only on the up. Uh, total is set at 30 and a half. Commanders are minus 7. Um, the Commanders are just going to kill them. I don't even, like, this could be any team that I could be talking about week one going up against the Cardinals, and I could be, that team is going to kill them. That's just how bad the Cardinals are. Again, we see the clips of Jonathan Gannon, and we know he's a dork, and we know he's he's not really seems like a motivator, but we all, we, that's what Nick Sirianni did too. We all poked fun at Nick Sirianni, and he became a good coach, but it's not great vibes early it's not a great look to start, and again, no football has actually been played. But this Cardinals roster is just—they got Josh Dobbs starting at quarterback. It—it it doesn't matter. Like they're gonna they get. They might sm- play
1: Clayton Tune. There
0: was a report who, this weekend, again. They
1: might play Clayton Tune.
0: <laughs> I like Clayton Tune. I know Chu loved Clayton Tune, but it's just also like, again, I don't, I don't care, like. Rookie Clayton Tune going up against that uh, Commanders front seven, no shot in hell. That, so I don't know. So for me, I'm I'm gonna pick the over in this game, just for the fact that I think the Commanders could score thirty plus on their own.
1: Um, I talked
0: about the Commanders. I have them making the playoffs. Uh, Sam Howell. I'm drinking the Kool Aid a little bit. I enjoy. I like that offense. I think that. Cardinals defense will give them no issues whatsoever. We'll just going a poke. I don't know. It's just going to be a route. The commanders are going to kill them.
1: Uh, so out, out of respect to a team that we're going to talk about later, this was definitely going to be my favorite pick. Because, uh, again, I just yeah. don't think it's going to be close um, to all doing survivor pools. Uh, as long as you can pick against Arizona, just pick against Arizona. Uh, So this is my, I have, I think I have five survivor entries and I have the commanders in all five. I usually like to spread the wealth a bit and have a bit of a different strategy. I'm not, not taking the bait this year. This is, I think there's a 0% chance Arizona wins this game. If they win this game, then tough. And maybe I'll retire from the podcast, but um, yeah, (laughs) let's go with that. If the Cardinals win this week, I will never come back on the podcast. Sadly. But, uh, yeah, there's, it's just not going to happen. Um, I really like the way the commander's starting offense looked. Um, I think Jahan Dotson is going to take a huge step this year. I really liked what I saw out of him yeah. last year. I like what I saw out of him this year. And, again, uh, gonna, I don't know. The B enemy offense just looks different. It looks like a, a lively offense that they haven't had in Washington in a long time now. Um, I like their running back duo, and again, Howell is not, th- not afraid to throw the ball downfield. So I think they'll be a pretty exciting offense. Um, I really like their rookie corner on defense, Emmanuel Forbes. I think he's gonna be a stud this year. Um, no, you're not a fan of Emmanuel Forbes?
0: No, that that guy is a interception merchant and none of them were really his doing well in college. Plus he's like six foot one fifty. Like
1: I, th- I think he's a come fe- on. I think, I think he's feisty. I'm a big fan of him, and I think he's gonna have a good year. Uh, anyways, enough. I don't want to give the Cardinals any more uh, screen time here, but this is a uh, commanders all day.
0: Yeah, so wait. So are you taking the no. commanders minus seven or no? no? No, okay. Uh, we'll keep moving on though. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the Minnesota Vikings, Vikings minus six total 45 and a half. They're Vikings, Bucks, um. Like I, I again, these are two different teams. A little bit, the Vikings got a lot younger on defense. Brought in Brian Flores. Uh, the Bucks brought in Baker Mayfield. Just kind of stayed ass. Uh, but isn't really true. It's the same roster essentially from the 2020 Super Bowl, just minus Tom Brady and minus Ryan Jensen, which is two very big pieces. But um, this should be an easy Vikings win. I don't think the Bucs will do anything. I don't think the Vikings' defense is bad enough for Baker Mayfield to pick it apart. I don't think Brian Flores will let that happen. Uh, I think the offense for the Vikings is still really good this season. I think that they'll roll. Uh, am I going to touch anything this game? No, because I'm still kind of don't really know what to think of either team going into week one. But I think the Vikings should come away with an easy win, though. That's for sure.
1: Um, I definitely think the Vikings are going to come back down to earth a little bit this year. They had a lot of those fourth-quarter comeback, one-score wins that are just bound to have some a little bit of regression there. Um, again, I don't really know what to expect from the Bucks. I don't think Baker's going to be horrible. Um, I think he has enough playmakers to work with where it could be a decent situation for him. Uh, no, Ryan Jensen doesn't help. The because, new Ryan
0: Fitzpatrick. Uh, I think it's, yeah. Like,
1: he won't do anything spectacular. They'll have spectacular, their fun right? games, and then they'll have their, like, oh, my God, Baker games. So, yeah. And I think yeah. this one could be one of those where, again, I don't know what to expect at the gate for the Vikings defense. I there's never really – I mean, surely Brian Flores can whip them back into shape a little more. But uh, this one could be a little closer. Uh, I was considering taking – Uh, Bucks with the points in this game. I don't think it'll be a route, um, but I still think the Vikings will come away with a win, as they should. Um, But yeah, I know the offense should still look pretty lights out, you would have to think. Uh, I really like uh, them picking up Addison and getting him in that wide receiver two role. And I do think uh, KJ Osborne is only getting better as well, so I think he'll have his contributions. Hawkinson just signed... Mm -hmm. um, his uh, his ear infection's gone, thank God. <laughs> uh the the one spot I'm a little weary on. I, I know Madison came in last year, and whenever he was playing, he looked good. I don't know. I was telling a few people this gives me uh, Mike Davis vibes, where that kind of was going in the same spot fantasy wise, and I just think he could potentially be a bust. Um. I don't know what to think of their running game. I think they're just going to have to throw the ball a lot more. And uh, I mean, that's yeah. they did throw a lot last year, but I don't think Madison's just going to be a a, a, a fill in for Dalvin cook necessarily. I think they'll have a little harder time running the ball more than they want. Um, yeah. And there is, uh, I don't know who they got to fill the void at middle linebacker. Cause I know Eric Kendricks is gone. Cause he's on with the good guys now. But uh, I don't know who they got. Uh, to they still have Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks is also what a thousand years old.
0: Younger well, than so, Eric Kendricks, is he not?
1: I don't know, but Jordan Hicks is always like pretty good, though. So I don't want to disrespect Jordan Hicks. I never have an issue with him. He's always good in fantasy.
0: Jordan yeah. Hicks and Brian Asomua the second. They also drafted Ivan Pace Jr. Who? Pace uh, no, actually, Cincinnati I think Ivan Pace, Pace Jr. There. is. Yeah, and he was—I think he was a UDFA, but he's ac- absolutely been killing it in preseason and training camp. And I know I saw guys like Brett Coleman talk about him as like that's going to be their other linebacker at some point during the season. But okay. uh, Jordan Hicks is also 31. I think Kendricks is 32. Could okay. be wrong. So I don't
1: know. Uh, but either yeah. way, yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I got Vikings yeah. in a close one.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, I think that's very fair. We'll keep her moving. Uh going to an AFC South divisional battle now. Jags at the Colts. Jags minus 5. Total is set at 45 and a half. This is a very new. We have no idea what to expect from the Colts or Shane Steichen. Uh this Jags team just running it back basically from what they had last year adding Calvin Ridley. I am a big believer in the Jags. I'm not a big believer in the Colts, especially week one of a brand new offense without Jonathan Taylor playing. Uh, I'm taking Jags minus five as my favorite for this week. Uh, I get it's a divisional game. Those are always close. I get the Colts are at home, which gives them a little bit more of an edge, but I just think in every facet of the game, the Jags are just better than the Colts. And the Colts just won't be able to compete with them. So I'm taking Jags minus five.
1: I know the Jaguars should uh, ideally not skip a beat. Again, they were right there with Kansas City last year. Uh, In that playoff game, I thought they held up their own and uh, had enough chances to try and win that game. Uh, I do like Shane Steichen. I do like the offense that he has. I Mm like the offense that they had in his – Herbert's rookie season again they're really letting him air it down the field so I think you're gonna get a little bit of a mix of of both worlds where you they're gonna I think it's the perfect coach to utilize uh Anthony Richardson's skill set so. uh, it is it is very early in the season um I don't know what the Colts are rolling out on defense uh whatever it is is not impressing me uh I think the Jaguars should be ready to go on offense. Uh, I don't necessarily care for the Jags defense. I was really considering taking this over here. Cause I think the Colts can score a little more points than people are going to give them credit for. Um, I like your favorite pick though. I think the Jaguars will probably take care of business. Um, I saw somewhere that the Colts haven't won in week one in like 13 seasons. If that's true, <laughs> uh, then that's uh, another reason to back up that back, back with the Jags there. Um, yeah, that's really all my input. I'm excited to see Calvin Ridley. Uh, it's just been a massive hype train for him. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, like Lawrence has had these guys, but there's no real one. We know that Calvin Ridley can be a one and will be a one for, for this team this year. And that mm-hmm. will, uh, that should help bring them to yeah. new heights. So uh, no, like the Jags here and yeah, um, I think there could be a lot of points in this game. So I would probably take the over, but there's just one over that I feel a little bit better about that I'm going to get to later.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, you talked about the Jags D and why you do potentially like the over in this game. And I'm kind of with you there. Like, I think the Jags D just have so many young players that haven't just taken that next step and they're banking on a lot of them to take that next step. But if none of them do, the Jags defense could be very average to below average. Uh, But again, week one, I'm a believer. I'm not a believer in Anthony Richardson throwing to Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce with no Jonathan Taylor behind him. I think that's, that'll be the big thing. So yeah, we will keep moving on to the last one o'clock game. The Tennessee Titans are visiting the new Orleans saints. Uh, Saints open up at minus three, and the total is at 41 and a half. Um, This is really another one of those games where I have no idea what to expect. So this game, I think I it's 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 one of those. I don't know, like both teams could be there. There's a world where both of these teams are in the playoffs Maybe not both at the same time, but I can see the Titans make it. I can certainly see the Saints winning this division with all the other crap that's happening in the division. But this is a game that I am also just avoiding because I don't know what to expect from either of these teams. I mean, you look at that Titans team, you got, ooh, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks with Ryan Tannehill to run the football Doesn't sound too bad. And then you got Derek Carr throwing a Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. Doesn't sound awful, but it's just, yeah, it's just very okay. I think both defenses could be good. I think this might be an under pick. I've already taken my under though, obviously, but I don't know. I could definitely see this being like a 17 to 20 game or something like that.
1: Yeah, um, again, these are just two feisty teams. Why I said this game sucks is because the Titans' offense is just so bland. Um, And then I just – Vrabel always keeps everyone in check. I do Mm -hmm. think the Saints can have an exciting season on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Again, no Camara this week right away. But uh, I do like their receiving core. Like Alave should really break out here this year. Um, Michael Thomas, forget it. Uh, but I actually do like some other other pieces. Um, I, I'm big on Rashid Shahid. I think he'll break out a lot of uh, a lot of deep balls again. He was a, it was a good an exciting piece last year. Um, yeah. Jamal Williams really good add. I think he'll fill the void very nicely in the start of the year. And I don't mind Condrey Miller. Um, I think he's a pretty good back as well. But again, mm-hmm. yeah, J- Jamal Williams is just gonna hold the floor and and kind of be that Mark Ingram to the eh, to the Alvin Kamara. But um, you don't look so excited about Jamal Williams. Why do you think he's a product <sighs> of the offense more than anything?
0: I just think that like his whole thing last year with just stealing touchdowns from that Lions offense in general. I think he's good. I think he's solid. Do I think that he can carry that offense without Alvin Kamara there? No. Do I think Keandre Miller will have to be like... I think... I look at that Saints backfield, and I think until Kamara gets back, I think that Jamal Williams and Keandre Miller will be splitting touches fairly evenly. But fantasy-wise, Jamal Williams will be getting those goal-line carries. Uh, I don't know what he is to score a touchdown week one, but I'd probably just bet it because... He scored a touchdown in every fucking game last year. So, Uh, but yeah, this is it's again. It's a I have no pick for this game.
1: No pick. I I don't. I don't don't know what to think. Maybe take the Titans early in the year when everyone's healthy until everyone gets hurt because that's what what happened to them last year. Uh, I don't. They can probably go on the road and surprise. And uh, Derek Carr doesn't excite me one bit. I don't care for his offensive line too much. Uh, should be okay, but not great. And the Titans always just managed to get pressure on all these quarterbacks, so uh, that's where the, those are the games that Carr struggles in where uh, he feels the heat. So, mm-hmm. um, I could see Tennessee come on the road and steal this game just while there's a couple new pieces in place in uh, in New Orleans.
0: I think that's yeah, I think that is very fair. We'll keep it going. We're on to the four o'clock slate now, or I guess the 425 slate. Uh, it's weird that there's no, like, because usually there's like one or two four o'clock games. Yeah. All of them starting 425. at 425. Um, but yeah, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. We got another divisional matchup. Uh, the Raiders versus the Broncos. The Broncos at home favored minus four. Total set at 44 and a half. Just, just another one of those games where. I don't know what to expect from either of these teams. I like a lot of things about both teams. I like, or I don't like a lot of things about both teams too. Like Jimmy G versus Russell Wilson at the quarterback battle. Like who cares? It's yeah. It's, it's, it's really, let's see what Sean Payton can do with Russell Wilson. This Raiders defense, the secondary is not good. Like, Max Crosby would have to be a hero for them. To, I, I don't know. I could see either one of these teams winning. I don't like either of these teams. They're both very just okay. So, it's an avoid pick because I just I don't know what to think of either of these teams right now. But they're not good things.
1: So, I have one guarantee for this game. My guarantee okay. is that I will not be watching a single second of it because this is the worst product of f- football this week, I think, is this game. Yeah. Uh the Raiders have nothing that impressed me. They're inc- incredibly mid. Uh again, I kind of bashed both of these teams on the AFC West preview show. Uh Russell Wilson is useless. Uh half the team is injured uh for the Broncos. I don't really don't care for Sean Payton either. Uh this game is just so like off the radar off the board Josh Jacobs has what one week of uh one week of practice now that he's coming back from I don't know how fresh he's gonna be I don't know how well conditioned he's gonna be um rumors breaking news no not breaking news just uh that's a lot of money it says chiefs and star DL Chris Jones are reportedly 9.5 million apart in contract talks is that AAV? Is that total money, total money, I can't see that holding up the deal. it's AAV, then that's a huge problem because then they're valuing him at 20 million instead of 30 million. Yeah, I mean, like the, that, that
0: wouldn't even put him above Quinn and Williams in the market, which is ridiculous. He should be asking for more than Aaron Donald, but. Uh,
1: yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I got distracted the like there. But, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, I, I have nothing to have I mean, in this Raiders I mean, it's more game. More riveting
0: talk than Raiders Broncos, so.
1: I have nothing to add. Uh, 44 and a half seems like a high line. Both of these teams stink, though. Uh, minus four seems like a lot of points. Again, they're at home. Hard to say. I have no feel. I would maybe no. take the... I would maybe take... I don't know what I would take. I'm not even going to suggest anything to anyone. This is such a stay-away game. I mean, yeah. I have no hopes for either of these teams. So That's,
0: all I got. That's the thing. I mean, like, I look at that under like, for 44 and a half these are two offenses that could be very smelly and the Broncos defense should be able to contain the Raiders offense with Jimmy G. And I think Jimmy G is a massive downgrade from Derek Carr and Derek Carr is not very good. So I'm um, again, I'm not going to take it cause I've taken my under already, but that's a line that I look at and be like that. These are not, these are just not too good teams. Uh, okay. Moving on to the matchup of the day. Uh, Miami Dolphins going all the way across the country to visit the LA Chargers. Uh, Chargers are minus three. Total is set at 50 and a half. We already talked about it a little bit. Uh, the Dolphins are going to be my money line dog. I think we go in there and we kick the absolute shit out of the Chargers. Uh, ba- like, on, on what yeah. basis?
1: On what basis? What what do you, what makes you feel good about what the Dolphins have done this offseason and where they're at right now and how they looked in the preseason, how they looked in camp? What makes you feel like this is such an easy? I'm going to kick their ass kind of pick. You you really you because Brandon
0: Staley is your fucking head coach, and that man is a moron.
1: Brandon Staley stuffed you guys in a locker last year. I'll tell you that much. Your offense looked like dog shit. You guys looked like crap. Tua couldn't do anything last year. You guys' lights out passing offense looked like shit last year. And, and now it's going to change all of a sudden. And scrap
0: the whole season.
1: And who's going to blow? Taron Arves is not even playing.
0: Armstead's going to play. Don't you worry about that. He's
1: not going to play. And even if he does, Armstead's going to play. Crooked and get injured after three plays. Anyways, you really feel. So is Joey
0: Bosa and Khalil Mack and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Corey Lindsley. Who else gets hurt on the Chargers every year? Spills. J.C. Jackson. Oh, that's another good one. Derwin James. How could I forget about him? We don't want to go on the injury history here. We can go. Think, okay. We can talk a lot about injuries. I don't think
1: the games. Dolphins will score 20 points in this game. And I think <sighs> the Chargers will have 20 at the half. I think it's that much of a mismatch. Had Jalen Ramsey been here, I think I would have been a little more, uh, would have shown a little more respect to the Dolphins defense. Uh, I think they'll pick it up later in the year. I just don't think a Vic Fangio defense is going to come out the gate and be ready to go. I think I'd have a different opinion on this game if this was a little further down the line into the season. I just think there's more continuity with the Chargers and their side of the ball. And again, mm-hmm. new offense. But um, I think the defense is at the point now where everything's starting to click. Everyone's healthy. They have more depth than they've ever had. Um, and I I don't know if Tua's all there yet. I think he's still a little... Uh, I think he's a little ridiculous. foot in from last year, um, and we have everyone's got a year of tape now on uh, on this McDaniel offense. I don't really see too much going on here, um, and, and for the Chargers, yeah, this is going to be their their coming out party. Um, I don't I don't see how the Dolphins get any stops against this team. Uh, it could be uh, it could, this could be a more than a fifteen point win. I, I could go up to twenty. Uh, absolutely. I, I really, I really think this absurd. could be like a 38, 38 17 kind of game. Uh, I, I maybe they get a garbage time touchdown, it, it's just such a mismatch for me. Uh, chargers are the easiest minus three pick of the week. 30, 38 your favorite, 17, 38 17. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my that. my biggest mit- okay. mismatch of the week. Yeah,
0: okay. So, I mean, you brought up the coaching and you brought up, yeah, you have the new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, we have the new defensive coordinator. Co- coordinator vic fangio um listen offense is the much harder thing with a new system to get right obviously Allen has the continuity between his guys and the offensive line Chargers still, ran for it's 630
1: big... yards in three preseason games by the way i don't care who's playing cares about you still ran for preseason. 630 doesn't doesn't ran do for 200 do yards doesn't matter the whole you really want to boast about yeah, Are I' Are we really going to do this? I'm talking, about, I'm talking
0: about system running. Ooh, preseason champs. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Either way, the offense, again, it is harder week one with a new offense going in there and rolling out and clicking right away. That is just a fact. That is not any objective. That's not a shot at the Chargers. That is just what happens when a new offensive coordinator comes in. Defense... As I said before, a lot different. Defense, you can come in and it's just this is the system. All these guys run, obviously, system to system. It's different, but all of the schemes are relatively the same. Just whether or not they run more cover three versus cover two, or they'll run a Tampa two, or they'll blitz more, whatever. Defense is easier to pick up on. Defense, again, will it be all there be week one? Probably not. Is, is it a they, lot easier to sync up week one defense on
1: defense every week? The, the the Fangio and the Staley defense is the same defense. They practice against it every single week. They've had two months of practice against this defense. It is going to be a cook show.
0: You think that Vic Fangio and Brandon Staley, obviously, okay, similar defenses. Yeah. The play calling and the overall coaching of a defense, light years. Vic Fangio is light years ahead of that more on Brandon Staley.
1: I'm saying scheme. It's the Look- same thing, though.
0: Doesn't matter. A lot of people run the same schemes. It doesn't mean you're gonna dice them up just because you see them in practice every week. Regardless, I think our defense is still better than yours, so it doesn't matter. Um, no, um, chance. no, and that's something we want to talk about. Oh, we have oh, we have one-year tape on the McDaniel system. Mike McDaniel was the run game coordinator over at the 49ers. Yeah. It was our passing game that torched everyone last year. I'm expecting to have a more balanced attack. Obviously, the run game's a little We have no idea who's really going to be the week one starter. A lot of people are banged up, which sucks going into the year, not having a full stable of backs. But again, I'm expecting this to be a better system. It was really all Tyreek and Waddle. I'm expecting one of these other receivers that we have on the roster, whether it's Cedric Wilson who took a pay cut for us, or Braxton Berrios, or Eric Azucama to step. I don't know. But if you think you have the tape on Mike McDaniel, you don't. You don't. And all I know is Tua is going to – he's got Tyreek and Waddle. We are all good. J.C. Jackson is going to be – You had Tyreek and Waddle like last year. What
1: would you do with 20. that? I think he had, what, what, seven completions in the first half last year on, like,
0: 30 attempts? Yeah. It was okay. a bad game. This is a, a year. It was a horrible game. We're moving on, Spills. You're, you're still living in the past. I'm, Come on. I, I'm, I'm, here in the, here?
1: I'm here in the present. Uh, and yeah, no, it's, it's going to be tough. Get, re- get ready for the eggs, buddy. Cause, uh, 30, 38, 17 official prediction. Wow. Absolute, Absolute route. Fucking, uh, Absolute route. And,
0: and obviously if you are just a listener to this, not a part of our group chat, uh, Spills and I have a side bet, uh, just straight money line. And whoever loses that bet, what, whichever team loses, uh, the loser gets an egg smacked, Anywhere on their head, basically. Uh, yeah. So I will enjoy seeing a nice sunny side egg up right on your forehead. Um, it'll be a good time. I'm very excited to watch that game, though. We will keep moving because we could just keep talking about this game. Yeah, that kind uh, of Yeah, NFC West divisional battle here. Uh, LA Rams visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks minus five and a half favorites. Total set at 46 and a half. I know you don't like the Seahawks very much, but the Rams are atrocious, especially with Cooper Cup iffy to play week one. Um, I think the Seahawks team should roll all over the Rams. I think the Rams also have like 14 rookies on the roster right now, which is just absolutely insane. But I am I'm all in on the Seahawks this year. I have them over nine and a half wins i have them over on an alternate alternate line at 10 and a half wins i believe in this team i think they have an outside chance at the division outside chance at the nfc one seed. if we really want to talk about that but uh the seahawks should roll the rams week one simple as that
1: um i don't like this cooper cup news uh i thought if they had a chance to keep it close they would have just need to roll into the season at full health and then give it a run from there Uh, if Cooper Cup doesn't play, they can kiss this game goodbye. Seattle should, uh, take relatively good care of them. It's too bad. I wanted to at least have the Rams roll out their best team that they could to start the year. But I think it's just going to be a back and forth, uh, of Stafford and Cup or both just battling injury all year. And it looks like that's already the start of the end for them. So, um... Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I i will not comment too much on Seattle. Uh Smith and Jigub are gonna play. He had his hand surgery. I don't know if he's gonna play or not. I
0: think I think he was back back catching passes. Holy shit. Um yeah. so yeah, I think that he's I think he should be good to go. Man, my lighting is all fucked up right now, but that uh, sun is breaking through the window. I am heating up. Uh but yeah, the yeah, this is just—I don't know. This should just be an easy Seahawks win. There's nothing about this Rams defense other than Aaron Donald, just scary. There's nothing about the Rams offense now, especially if Cooper Cup isn't going to be there. That also frightens me. It—I don't know. It should just be, unless Geno Smith plays like Year Five Geno again, should be a for, should be an easy Seahawks win. Yes. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next game. Eagles at the Patriots. Eagles minus three and a half. Total set at 45 and a half. Whew. The Eagles are going to kill them, aren't they? Like, this is going to be, like, there, there's just, I don't know. There's no world where even, like, the Bill Belichick, like, defense and run game and clock management, like, grind the like grind them down and try to win it that way. Like, the Eagles are just better at, at them at Every single position. I don't think that, like, quite literally, I think that the Eagles are better at every position than the Patriots. And I don't think that that's a shot. I think it's just a fact.
1: Yeah, it's probably close. Um, I think their defense should not be disrespected. Um,
0: of course not. But the Eagles' defense is just.
1: Their Eagles' defense better. will be fine. I mean, their the Eagles' defense is a lot of names on paper that got lit up for. 38 points in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I think no, the Eagles will come back down uh, to earth. All the sod.
0: Blame the sod, Father.
1: <laughs> Can't
0: blame yeah. them. I, the yeah, I mean, they're not going to have a 14 and 3 year, but I like, think they'll take a step back. going to win yeah, that uh, division. I,
1: I think this is your trap line of the week, unfortunately. Uh, Ooh. I am not convinced that the Eagles are going to. I think they can come away with a win on the road, and I think it could come at the last minute. Uh, I don't know how Bam Bam lights out they're going to be. Super Bowl hangover could hit them a little hard. Um, I'm. We'll see what happens. I wouldn't be shocked uh, if this was a very, very low-scoring game. I already took my under, but I did like the under 45 here. Uh, I don't think the Patriots will get more than 17 points, but I also don't think the Eagles will get 30 uh, on their own. So um, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, again, they lost both of their coordinators. There's some some change there. Um, so that's mm-hmm. another thing to keep in mind where, I mean, so it's a pretty big change to lose both coordinators. Uh, it is. I, I'm not going to talk about the Patriots or their offense. I don't care. They're boring. They don't have anything that wows me. Uh, but they did add nope. Zeke, who uh, I don't know what kind of shape he's actually been in. I haven't really followed that too much. But you know what kind of game shit. they're going to try and play. and I I can see the Pats keeping it close. I don't think too highly of them, but I think they keep it close in week one here when there's been the Super Bowl hangover and the change of coordinators for the Eagles. That's what I'm going to give the Patriots in this game.
0: That's the thing. I mean, I I just said at the top, like, the Eagles should kill them. Like, again, I think the game will be closer. I do think the Eagles cover that spread. I've already taken my favorite, so I can't hear. Um, But, again, you just – that's what the Patriots do. They keep – every game is a close game. It's just because – Bill Belichick knows exactly what he's doing. It's that clock management game. It's the win the turnover battle. It's the that's how you win games when you don't have a quarterback that can win you a game. Uh, you run the ball. You play good defense. You clock management. It's all it's all there, and they do that consistently since Tom Brady's left. And it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's how you win games when you don't have a quarterback on the roster. And yes, that's a direct shot at Mac Jones because they do not have a quarterback on the roster. Um. Again, I don't think the Eagles will kill them. I think they could kill them. I think the possibility to kill them is there. I do think the Eagles probably win by less than a touchdown, more than a field goal. I'll put it in that range. Um, The Patriots' defense is very, very good, but Christian Gonzalez has a very tall task week one going against A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith, That'll be the matchup to look on because... That could be a that's I a, – I don't know. It's a very tough task for a rookie corner to ask for week one, especially when corner number two is average at best, Jonathan Jones. I mean, they also got Jack Boy, who I don't know what status is, but I think he's going to play week one. But mm-hmm. it's a very young secondary other than Jonathan Jones. It's a very good Eagles offense. They're just, yeah. The Pat secondary will get tested, and that is the question mark I do have with that defense a little bit. I still think the defense is going to be good. Uh, yeah. We'll keep going, though, if that's, if that's all good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, NFC North divisional battle. Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. The Bears are minus one. That's look at that line. Look at the Bears. I don't know the last time the Bears would have been favored uh, against the Packers team. You could probably look before uh, Brett Favre showed up there or maybe uh back when Aaron Rodgers was hurt or whatever, but it has been a while um total is set at 43 and a half. It's just another game where I don't know what to expect from either of these teams. I think Justin Field is going to have a breakout year. I don't know, though. This is still a very good Packers roster in general. It's just Jordan Love. I don't know what to expect from him. Lots of young receivers in that room as well. Uh, like I think on roster anyways, or on paper, the Packers have the better roster and team. I think the Bears just have a higher upside when it comes to their offense, which could be the big swing here, but no strong leans in this game. I think that this will just be a very good week one battle that good for both teams. I think that both teams will come away being happy with their teams, but nothing exciting will happen to be like, one of these teams could be a contender or put themselves into the playoff picture, which I don't have either of these teams right now.
1: Uh, I'm going to make my fifth and final pick. Um, over 43 and a half. Uh, I told myself going into this season that, um, I mean, that this is my pick for the show. I think there'll be enough points that they'll clear that by quite a lot. I am taking every opponent team total against the bears this season. I don't like anything they have on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think they can defend anything for that matter. And the Packers looked good enough for me with their starting offense in the preseason, to show me that they can at least move the ball. Love has some touch. Uh and again, I think they're healthy at the start of the year here. Uh their yeah. team total is 20.5. You're telling me the Packers aren't going to get 21 points in this game? I don't believe that for a second. So that's my uh my side uh my side pick for everyone is Packers team total over 20 and a half. And I'm gonna take the over here. Um, the Bears should score some points, too. I understand the Packers have a good defense on paper, but the Bears have a pretty dynamic offense. Uh, I like that they added DJ Moore. Um, I like that they – actually, isn't – their first-round pick, his name is escaping me.
0: Oh. uh... I think he's hurt. Darnell Wright, right? Darnell Wright,
1: yeah. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's going to play because I think he had gotten injured. Maybe he plays, but I think he's battling something. So that's not good right he... at the game because they're going to need that offensive line to be a lot better than it was last if uh, They're going like, to take any strides. He's, he's not on right.
0: their. He's not on the injuries for the score, but Tevin Jenkins is who was their former first round pick, who you might be thinking of.
1: Okay, so I thought someone got hurt. Yeah, Maybe it was Tevin Jenkins. Uh, their line needs to yeah, be a lot better. Yeah. Um, hmm. Again, field should be pretty dynamic. Uh, they'll probably be able to score 20 on their own. I think that should be their floor every week. If they're getting less than 20 points a game, then field is not taking the breakout that people expected. And uh, yeah. then, then then they're back to, I don't know what they're going to do, but they have to be scoring 20 points a game on average for this season. And I think the Packers are going to probably put up at least twenty-seven. So, I'm going to give out the uh, the yeah. over in that game. And as to who's going to win, um, it just doesn't look right for Chicago to be favored against the Packers. So, I'm going to take the Packers in this game. Uh, yeah. They are a dog for the spread that I probably could have taken instead of the Panthers. But, anyways, that's fine. I'm not going to make any switches there. <laughs> Uh, I do think the Packers will win, though, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with 27-24. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, it's truly, again, it's a game I don't know. Both teams, I'm excited to see what they develop into. Both teams, I can see potentially making a playoff run. Uh, I can also both see them picking in the top ten for this next coming draft. Uh, moving on to the Sunday night game. And for the 50th time in a row, we get the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Uh, There's just always a prime primetime game. It's always the Giants and the Cowboys. I'm so done with it. But Cowboys open up at minus three and a half, total set at 46 and a half. Um, I think this is also a very good game for a potential under because I really like the Giants defense. I really like the Cowboys defense. I don't know what the Cowboys offense to look like without Zeke there and just having Tony Pollard carry the ball. I like Tony Pollard. I don't like Mike McCarthy calling the plays. I think the offense could be a little stagnant to start the season. And then the Giants offense is fine. It's basically it is what it was last year, except they added Darren Waller and Darren Waller at this point could be a really nice player, but he's also been injured a lot. Uh, yeah, I think this is another under possibility. I think I'm going to make an under parlay to start the year cuz I just feel like like week 1 hit more often. I was going to bet like 5 bucks on every under to start the year just to see what it, like what the total would be. To figure out. I'm not going to do that. I'll try to do a parlay or something, but uh Cowboys should win this one. I don't think that there's there's just the more talented team. Uh But I'm not going to underestimate a Brian Dable coach team anymore. I mean, I didn't underestimate them last year. That man is a very good coach. So I guess we'll see. But again, another one of these games where I'm not big on either team right off the gate. I'm not, I just need to feel them out a little bit first before I kind of get some strong feels for them. But both teams I kind of like, but I can also pick them apart in other senses. So uh, yeah.
1: Um, I think the Giants will be right around floating as a top five defense for the year, uh, as will the Dallas Cowboys. I do think these are two of the top defenses in the NFL. Uh, so I definitely like the uh, the under look on this game. Um, in hindsight, I probably would have switched off of the Bengals game, but I still feel good about that one. Uh, but, yeah, no, this is definitely a good under to to play. Um, as for who's gonna win, uh, I think these teams will split this year. I think they're very, very comparable, um, on both sides of the ball for that matter. I think, uh, I don't think Daniel Jones is as bad as people make him out to be. I think he's very capable of running that offense. I like that they added Jalen Hyatt to give him that speed demon down the field. He can really stretch the defense, and if Jones can just float the ball out there and let him run under it, they can make a lot of uh, big-time plays there. Uh, I like that they got Saquon back at camp earlier than Jacobs, because at least he's had some time to practice Mm -hmm. and he won't be overly rusty. And uh, I love their offensive line. Again, for both. I think these are very very similarly constructed teams. Uh, Again, the... Cowboys fans will come out and say that it's just not a non-contest at quarterback in the skill positions. I don't know. Um CeeDee Lamb is obviously great. Uh Brandon Cooks always kind of just comes in and does his thing. But, you know, he's on the second half of his career. Maybe he slows down to a step back. Uh, I still don't know what to think about Michael Gallup. I really liked him before his injury and he's kind of just been unimpressive since then so maybe it's his yeah, time yeah um but yeah uh I'll, I'm gonna take the Giants in this one in a low scoring game and I think they'll probably just split the season but uh I think the Giants will be right there when it's all said and done for this year to uh contend with the Eagles for the division that is my my that
0: that's a take yeah,
1: everyone thinks, you know, they, you know, these teams flip-flop every year. It's always a new division champion. Uh, yeah. I, I think the Giants can be that team to take that step up. Uh, again, really high on Dable. And And yeah. uh, I think uh, people expect Jones to kind of either regress or come back down to earth. I think he has the chance to get better. I think they've given him a good opportunity to get better second year in this yep. offense. Yeah, yeah uh i i would uh I, i'll be i'll be playing the giants a lot this year too giants and Steelers. i know this sounds like uh all-time football but i do like where both of these teams are at and uh could be a good year for them yeah
0: yeah i mean i, I think when you just talk about daniel jones a little bit there and it's i'm pretty sure by the end of the giant season last year i was high on daniel jones i'm like yeah you get this guy some better weapons we'll see what his, like, what he can really do at quarterback because they did not have a lot to, he did did not really have a lot to work with other than Saquon there last year, and he was very good. Uh, I think everyone just kind of hates him at that number. I think he's at 40 million a year, and obviously the QB numbers keep going up, but it's just like, I think it's a lot, it's it's tough for, for people to look at that number and then be like, Daniel Jones. And it's just kind of like, it's, and that's not his fault. He's a good quarterback, or he should be a good quarterback. But yeah, again, we'll I see think that, that tier he should looks be like better. Though, I mean, if you,
1: that tier is going to look a little different, in, even after this next wave of contracts comes in. You're going to look at the guys at $40 million. Like, Derek Carr's making what? Or he was making $40 million. I know he just got cut, but he was making close to $40 million. Dak's making $40 million. I mean. Yeah. Is Derek yeah. Carr like re-signed like at 35 million? I mean like that's the kind
0: of relative, you know. Um it is. It like definitely, and especially cuz Daniel Jones has a higher ceiling than those guys just because he does have that rushing ability. He could really hone in the pass game. It does make a difference. Um Yeah, it's I mean, fuck if you listen to the NFC East AFC East uh Preview there with Chu. Chu thinks they're gonna go five and eleven. He thinks they're gonna heavily regress this year, which I There's think would be giants? crazy. Yeah.
1: I didn't I didn't get to catch that one, but uh no. um yeah, that's uh that's or I don't think, I don't think five and twelve, back. I guess. Yeah, I mean, they think their defense is yeah. too good. Even if their offense takes Agreed. a step back and Jones takes Agreed. a step back, I think their floor is probably like at the lowest seven wins. I don't think they'll be that that bad where they can't win at least seven games. defense is too good.
0: Agree. Same with the Jets Agreed. last year. The Jets couldn't um, do anything
1: on offense, and they won seven games, right? So it's a similar, yeah, yeah. similar structured team.
0: A similar thing, yeah. And finally, Monday Night Football, we get the Bills at the Jets. Bills minus two and a half. Total set at 46 and a half. Yeah. Uh, this is a big spot for the Jets week 1 to really show us who they are is Aaron Rodgers truly back cuz again this is still a very good Bills team they're going to be missing some guys on that defense especially Von Miller uh I think the Bills are still going to take the win I think it'll be a close game I don't know what the or I don't know what that spread like, I'm again, I'm watching this game just in general because I look at that Bills offensive line and I look uh, at who they're going against on that Jets defensive line. I really like the Jets defensive line. I think it could give Allen and the Bills offense some troubles. I think it'll be a close game. I still think the Bills, though, in this game, I don't think Rodgers in the offense is going to look very good because, again, those receiving options you got Garrett Wilson. And then you got a whole lot of nothing. You got Alan Lazard, Mecole Hardman, Ty Conklin, CJ Uzama, Randall Cobb. Like these are not, these are just average NFL players at their position. Garrett Wilson obviously is the big thing. Their run game, we'll see what that looks like with easing Brees Hall back into the mix and then giving uh, Dalvin Cook that money. Like the run game should be better, but I said it all offseason that the Packers, the way they win football in 2022 was going to be running the ball with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They still tried to air it out with their young rookies, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, did not work out. I think Rodgers still wants to try to air out out the ball instead of having a more balanced offense because I think he's truly the one that calls the shots on that offense. I don't think that Nathaniel Hackett really does anything. I think it's the Aaron Rodgers show there. Uh, and I guess we'll see. I'm not. I'm not a big believer in the Jets this year. I think they'll be obviously better than they were last year, but it'll be tough, especially against the Bills, who the Bills are still a very, very good team. Josh Allen can win you a game any given Sunday, doesn't matter who against. He's just that talented. But yeah, I don't know. Should be a fun, very good Monday night opener, though.
1: I'm going to follow my gut here. I was going to request to make an official change, but let's not do that. <laughs> uh, this game is going so under, it's not even close. Yeah. I thought the line was actually yeah. forty-one and a half, but then I see it at 46 and a half here. That is way too high. The Jets are going yeah. to be Agreed. smelly Agreed. out the gate. I actually think I have them starting 2-5. and five. Uh, That's just the furthest I got in their uh, record here. But uh, I really don't think they'll be that pop right away. Um, I think they'll need Brees Hall to get back to Brees Hall to bring this offense to new levels. Like you said, Agreed. Uh, again, uh, miko Harmon's banged up. He's their wide receiver 2.53. 3. Alan Lazard Again, is He's also just mad. not very good. He's fine, yeah. Yeah, ball in space kind of guy. So it's Garrett Wilson, and maybe he gets 180 targets this year. Probably will, uh, and I think he'll <laughs> and I think he'll do a lot with those targets. I don't think this is going to look good right mm-hmm. out the gate. Their offensive line stinks, uh, and Buffalo, yes, like they're missing Vaughn Miller. They have tons of guys on that defense still. Tons of depth.
0: They do on they do. the
1: line and they're still gonna get pressure and they're gonna be in Rogers Grill. Um, I do like the Jets defense. I think they have a lot of good pieces mm-hmm. there. They should be right right there around the top five again. Um People forget about Buffalo last year. They looked really bad in one game, and that was the last game, and that's what's in everyone's mind. They looked yeah. really bad in one game. Yeah. They lost the other three games by a combined total of, what, 10 points?
0: Yeah. Three yep. points the Bills, maybe. The Bills are really games. fucking good.
1: The Bills are yeah. really damn good. And uh, I think yeah. all this Aaron jo- uh, Aaron uh, Rodgers, I think I call him Aaron Jones earlier too, all this Aaron Rodgers hype, uh, <laughs> I'm not buying it right away. They're going to be a good team. They're going to no. make a push. It's not going to be right away. It's going to take some time. Now. similar to when Brady came in.
0: Yeah.
1: With the bucks, they looked questionable yeah. in the first half of the season. So, uh if I did if I didn't feel like the Chargers were going to absolutely boat race the Dolphins, this would have been my favorite pick. I think the Bills will beat them by uh at least 10 points. Uh and this is one of my favorite picks of the week. Um so if you want a three three leg money line parlay, that's an automatic take it home to the bank. Uh like already Look at your next week please, because this is this money's in your account. It's Chargers, Steelers, and Bills money line. That is an automatic winner on yeah. any book that you're So that's yeah. uh, my recommendation for the week. Uh, I do see yeah. Allen though uh, throwing <laughs> <Yeah>. a couple <laughs> stupid picks because that's uh, just what he likes to do. But there'll be enough pop in their uh, offense it's what he to does. get. That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, um, that's that's my yeah. take
0: yeah i'll uh i'll give you another uh, yeah uh, i'll give you another uh preview of the afc nfc breakdown show with chu there uh he also said the pats have a better uh, roster than the bills uh which is absurd mm-hmm. also said that the bills are going to finish 8-9 is their uh, there uh, floor and they're going to miss the, the playoffs bills have he a has the missing schedule
1: the but i still think that they oh, that's just they do hey, but they're oh, just they're good they're good can they miss the playoffs they're good they're can good. they miss the playoffs with an 11 and 6 record and they have a good no. year
0: bills bills are not making the playoff.
1: Not unless like
0: catastrophic injuries as long as josh allen is that quarterback they won't miss the playoffs he is just that good of a talent for them to miss the playoffs i think i think it's simple Simple as that in my mind, yeah. I'm I'm that's excited. The wise, though, game. they're running a little
1: low. Uh, I don't know on the offensive side of the ball. Like again, if a guy like even even I'm not going to say digs Diggs Diggs go down. A stupid it's thing. Up. But if, even if a guy like Gabe Davis, like then I don't, I don't really know what you're filling in at wide receiver. They're they're already pretty thin at wide receiver, which is why I think they should have made more of a move uh, to go and get Hopkins. Uh, they couldn't make it fit financially. Dalton
0: Kincaid, watch out.
1: I will see. I hope he can be like a Kelsey because uh, it'd be I, nice to see anyone else yeah. but Kelsey just buzzing around all over the yeah. field. So,
0: yeah, I can share. I can share a bet with you that I found on Fanduel. You can bet on which r- r- rookie wide receiver is gonna lead them in, uh, in or which rookie wide receiver is gonna lead in yards for this year. I put Dalton Kincaid to plus two thousand. Solely because I think he's probably the number two target on that offense. Uh, the column
1: receiver. If you
0: have That's the thing. I think they're just gonna use him as a big slot. They'll use him like Travis Kelsey. They won't have him in line yeah. to block very much. I think they just want him on the field catching the ball. And I think, yeah, I think he has the best chance to be the number two target in their offense when you guys I mean, you got QJ on the Chargers bat- battling Keenan Allen and Mike Will. Uh, Addison on the Vikings is literally just battling. I mean, it's Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson. Uh, Zay Flowers on the Ravens. You got, uh, Mark That's Andrews and kid. I guess OBJ to start. Yeah. So I point. like Kincaid plus 2000. I also like him for rookie of the year. I think he has really long lots for that as well. Uh, I'm expecting a big year from Dalton Kincaid. I'm pissed I couldn't pick him in any of my fantasy leagues. Actually, I have one more draft coming up and I'm going to get him in that one. Uh, yeah, okay, that does it for the week one matchups. Um, let's just end it with a little bit of Super Bowl talk because I haven't given my Super Bowl picks yet. I have officially made my Super Bowl pick, given FanDuel another promo here where if you bet 50 bucks for every win that team wins, up to 10 wins, you get five bucks back. I did this last year with the Eagles. It was very profitable profitable for me because I was able to hedge my bet there for the Super Bowl. Come away with a big chunk of change. Uh, I'll let you start, though, with your Super Bowl pick, and let's see if you're biased.
1: Again, it's not biased, and that's what I truly believe. So I can give you a quote-unquote biased pick, and I can give you a who I think is going to be their top threat. So maybe I'll do it like that. So I can give you a 1B. Okay. Um, I really do think – I'll give you a 1B. I really do think they're going to get it done this year and go all the way. Again, the X Factor – is probably the coaching and their health. And that's what it is for a lot of teams. I know that sounds stupid to say, but that's just their kryptonite every time. It's always them beating themselves and finding the ways to beat themselves. Um, I think uh, year four here, Herbert's really just going to take that command. They've given him uh, everything that he can ask for, a new coordinator to help treat his strengths. Uh, They added to that uh, wide receiver room. Uh, they've added depth on the offensive line. So I, I really like where that offensive line stands. Uh, even if someone does go down, I think more than other years in the past, they have people to come in and slot in and have the product continue. Um, and then on defense, the same idea. I think I, they've really just taken good care depth wise. Uh, the one week slot is safety. Uh, can they run into issues at safety? That's if they're going to have problems, I think it's going to be there. I really do feel pretty good. Uh, and then, uh, in, interior defensive line. Uh, but other than that, I feel really good. Um, again, they just got to keep together, stay motivated, stay healthy. And, uh, I, I think they'll be there in the Super Bowl this year. And that's the Chargers for everyone who didn't uh, catch on there. Uh, the 1B team. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go with Kansas City, I think that's the responsible pick to make. But, again, they haven't – no, I'm not not going to go into them. It's hard to
0: pick a back-to-back champ. That's the the thing.
1: I don't want to do that.
0: You just can't Uh, pick Kansas. Kansas. I also
1: think – I also think I'm not going to pick them because I don't think they'll play in the AFC championship game because one of them is going to be the five seed. I said it's going to be Kansas. That's true.
0: That's very true. One of them is going to be the five
1: seed, and I think one of them – they'll play in the divisional round if they're going to play. So – I'm not going to take them. I'm going to go with, uh, I I think Cincinnati still has that opportunity to catch steam at the right time. And I just like their depth a little more on the defensive side of the ball. And I like their coaching mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball a little more. I'm a really big fan yeah. of Lou and uh, he always ha- has those guys playing. And yeah, um, yeah, no, I think if if someone's going to take them down, it could be Cincinnati, but that, that I would say that's that's where I'm at right now. And then for yeah. the NFC, uh, I'll just go very quickly here. I don't like anyone on that side. It's a total crapshoot. <laughs> really, could be anyone this year because yeah. uh, I've been a little more down on the Eagles. Um, so I still think the Eagles can get back though. And I think it's that weak on that side of the ball, um, yeah. and I'm, I just don't believe yep. in Brock Purdy. Uh, I don't think it'll be the Niners, and my sleeper team is really the Giants. I think the Giants are capable of keeping everything together and getting there, so I'm gonna flick them. Yeah. To win the Super Bowl, uh, so they'll they'll probably be my like sleeper team, but I put my FanDuel promo on the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. So I'll say Chargers over the there. We Warriors go is my final pick.
0: There, there we go. Um, yeah. Okay, I guess I'll start with the NFC, and I. A copier picker and go with the Eagles. Um, I don't think they're gonna really regress. Again, I think 14, they were 14 and 3 last year, right? Or were they 15 and 2? 14 and 3, yeah. Either way, very, very good team last year. Um, I think they are arguably could have gotten better. Like, I think that they've improved little things. I think the depth is still very good uh, across that defensive line and that defensive front. So yeah, I, I'm def. I have the Eagles going back, and it's kind of for the same thing. I don't believe in Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. I think the Niners have a lot of a lot more questions than they have in previous years. Um. And every other team is just kind of like a what if. Uh, I guess I'll I'll have to give a sleeper team for the NFC too. Let's just go with the Seahawks because I do like the Seahawks a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of it does hinge on Geno Smith and only Geno Smith, but. I think if things go right for the Seahawks, this could be a very good team. Uh, from the AFC side, um I put my fifty dollar fan duel bet on the Bills. I think the Bills, I think this is their year. I thought the Bills were gonna be the Super Bowl champs last year, so I'm picking them again this year. I just think the injuries killed them. And you yeah, we talked about that last game where that was the last game that everyone saw, and they got absolutely boat raced, but Across that defense, guys like Von Miller out, Micah Hyde out, Jordan Poyer banged up. Trey White came back, but he clearly wasn't like completely healthy yeah, from he his Achilles like injury. So it's just like uh, those four key major guys on their defense didn't go well. And I think again, I think their run games improved. James Cook is going to have a better year. I think Dame Harris also a very good back. I mean, we talked about Dalton Cade. I like him a lot. Dawson Knox is still a very average tight end, average to above average. He's solid anyways. Gabe Davis is flashed, but I don't know what to really think of him. But it's kind of blasphemous to say that I'm picking the Bills, especially as a Dolphins fan. And as all of the shit, I have talked about the Dolphins all offseason, but... If I'm going to give my 1B team, it will be the Dolphins, just because I think that Dolphins ceiling is through the fucking roof. I do think that our ceiling is one of the better teams in the NFL. Uh, I just think there's a lot of what-ifs, especially when you talk about the offensive line, especially when you're talking about the health of Tua. Again, I think that Tua is fine. I think they will be fully healthy this year. The offensive line is definitely a bigger question mark, but... uh, I believe in our defense a lot. I believe Dylan Ramsey when he comes back will absolutely transform that defense into a top three defense in the NFL. I already think we're going to be top ten without him. So, yeah. Uh, but Bills Eagles will be my Super Bowl matchup. Uh, yeah, kind of. I I, I don't like saying the Bills the whole time. I was like, I'm just going to say the Dolphins because like I have to. But I'm going to try to be unbiased. I still do really like the Bills a ton. The Bills are still going to be really good. I have the Dolphins winning the division, but Bills are going to be my Super Bowl champs.
1: Fuck. And I, yeah, I know. Like, I definitely like that because uh, again, I, I like to be a year too early on things. And I was all in on the Bills last year and saying that they were going to be. Yeah. It was going to be their year. Um. So you never know. That could be their year. Um, and I yeah. do think they also pose. Uh, when, it, when, it, when they get to the January games, am I going to feel good about the Chargers traveling to Buffalo in a snow game and winning there? No. No, I'm not going to feel no. great about that. So, um no. That's also another problem for them, but I don't know. Just I need to see Josh Allen come out lights out. They played very well last year. Josh Allen played like crap in the second half of the year, and I think a lot of people just hopped off their bandwagon. And it's to a certain extent,
0: I think like crap is also a bit of a stretch. He just wasn't Josh Allen. He was still good, but he just wasn't Superman carrying that offense. And He's got to limit the
1: turnovers. That's kind of what the Bills. He's got to limit the turnovers. He's he. he that's bad. That, I, I get taking the charities and wanting to be special and wanting to make a play. Yeah. I saw some ridiculous plays from him even and again. Yeah, I hate referring to preseason here. He's making still some I'm getting pressured and I'm throwing up a prayer. Josh Allen plays that he shouldn't be making in year
0: six. Is it year six? It's year six. You have to it, be yeah. year it's it's year six. This is the first year of his deal. God damn, we're old. That sucks.
1: Year six, are, yeah, so
0: I saw think... I the same thing where Pat Mahomes going into year seven. Disgusting. I can't believe it. God.
1: Uh, what?
0: No, yeah. What they, what I, do think I don't about? know. Unless, yeah. No, because Pat Mahomes was uh, the Watson and Trubisky and then him draft. And then Allen was Baker, Allen,
1: oh, Josh Rosen.
0: Yeah. And then the year uh, after was the Kyler. Sam Darnold okay. and Lamar.
1: Yeah. Year yeah, yeah. Yeah, seven.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, year six, year seven for those two, but uh nuts. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh I I think that'll do it. Thank you so much for doing this again. Uh I will get those bets into the because i get a parlay. I parlay all of our bets to see if they work. Uh but yeah. Good ball talk. I am excited for the season. We got to figure out where we're going to be watching the games on Sunday. I'm going to be very hungover already because it is going to be, yeah, no. so my sister is getting married on Saturday. So
1: congratulations. I got that on Saturday. And go.
0: then, yep, yeah, very big for her, for her and Gord there. But uh, nice. yeah, and I- all all sunday to do absolutely nothing and then just smack an egg on your head at 7 30 and then that'll make it all worth it but if you've liked this as always please like share retweet subscribe all that fun stuff and until next time peace